Well, tomorrow is officially the day James Harden makes his debut at the Wells Fargo Center. And knowing Philadelphia fans, the building may actually erupt. No, I'm not kidding. The sound barrier might break and the stadium may come falling down. And I'm here for every bit of it. Let's go. Perfect. Perfect. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back on into Philly Take with RB, your number one hotspot for Sixers coverage 24-7, man. I am RB. Hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell so you get notified about all the content. Shout out to everybody who continues to rock with me and show support, man. Let's keep on going and growing. Anyway, we are back today, and we are excited, man. James Harden gets to play in front of the Philadelphia fan base tomorrow for the first time. We'll discuss our expectations for that. We'll talk about some other little tidbits of news coming from today. Nothing too crazy, but man, it is going to be insane tomorrow. We will be streaming the game live, so be sure to come hang out with your boy. As always, bringing the passion and the energy. Let's start off today with a very iconic pick. Look at this, man. Whoever the Philadelphia 76ers photography team is, I know a couple of them. Um, they do a great job. Look at this photo from today. You got the AI, you know, wall in the background. I mean, and, and then you got James Harden. Um, and it's just, I don't know. I don't know. It's just something about it that just, it just strikes me as like, wow. Like every time I see one of these pictures and they post multiple pictures like this every day, um, it, it's just special, man. And seeing the wall and then seeing AI and James Harden, like, it's just really cool, man. It's just really cool. Um, hardcore is the caption, and that is what we are about to see tomorrow. The Sixers are about to come out and ball. Yes, you heard it here first, man. You heard it here first. The Sixers are going to dominate the New York Knicks tomorrow night. The other game was sort of a flash in the pan. You know what I mean? It was their chance to hang in. I said they were going to struggle. It was a weird 1 p.m. game. We gave them some life, and then we ended up kicking them on the throat, okay? And then you know, tomorrow in front of the Philly fan base, everybody's going to be hyped up. Everybody is going to lose their mind. I'm telling you, the building, the sound barrier might explode. James Harden had the number one selling jersey before he even stepped on the floor as a Sixer. And now, despite what everybody wants to say on the mainframe, uh, the Sixers are playing absolutely incredible through two games. They look legit. They look great. And we're only going to keep building on it going forward. And after tomorrow, we actually have an interesting four-game stretch against the Cavs, the Heat, the Bulls, and the Brooklyn Nets. That is going to decide a lot. And I can't wait until clowns like Jason McIntyre see the Sixers go win three out of four of those games. And I want to hear what all of them have to say. They're going to try to flip the narrative again like they always do. But, of course, we will continue to deliver the truth. We all know this Sixers team is looking really really good right now how about a video from James Harden today in practice getting some shots up before his debut in front of the Philly fans tomorrow look at that step back man it is beautiful just seeing it in the game with a Sixers jersey on it's still unreal to me it really is um and I'm telling you man we gotta we gotta appreciate this day by day we really have to take this in stride like what we have here something special is brewing we have a quote earlier today from coach Doc Rivers Talking about the backup center, which we will get more into in just a second. Doc Rivers, though, saying that he anticipates Willie Cauley-Stein getting some run very soon. Says the team needs rim protection from its backup five. 
which is interesting, you know, given the fact that we have a couple other guys, even like a Charles Bassey, um, Doc doesn't want to run with them. We'll get to that more in a second, but it just seemed like Willie Coley-Stein had to get his strength and conditioning ramped up a little bit, and it looks like he's going to get a chance to kind of prove himself here. We only have him for a 10-day contract, and, I mean, it's running up. So we got to get him at least a couple opportunities to see what he can do. And how about a quote from Tobias Harris? You know, um, that clown McIntyre got schooled. I, I Shout out to the, the person on Twitter. If you guys aren't following me on Twitter, at RB Philly Take, um, somebody tagged me in another video. Colin Coward actually said every single point that I had made the last five days to that clown and schooled him, man. Uh, just about the Sixers, the production, just about, you know, how this team looks so scary. And one of the main points related to Tobias Harris, and and we've all been saying, right, like the Sixers have been putting up 65 in the first halves of games, but Tobias Harris has a goose egg out there. I mean, Tobias Harris has had minimal production the last two games. I think he's 5 for 18 from the field. He's been terrible. But when Tobias starts to get it going and realize that, you know, like I've said weeks ago, like we all know, Tobias has to take a backseat role. I've been saying that all year. Once we get a solidified number two and Toby doesn't have that pressure on him to be that guy and he can just kind of fade in and, and, and fill, you know, different spots, that's what we need from Tobias Harris. And if he can just give us 15 a night at this point, because Maxi has obviously solidified himself as the number three scoring option on this team, I think things are going to be scary. I mean, if we're already winning games like this, Imagine getting some production from Tobias Harris. But anyway, here's a quote uh, that John Clark posted on Twitter. Tobias says, the ball is going to flow how it flows, and I just got to be ready for whenever the opportunity comes my way and be okay with that, and I am. Exactly what I want to hear, exactly what we need. Fill your role. Yeah, I get it. You're not a max player, but at this point, we have our roster. We're making a push. Fill your role. Get back to the Tobias of last year. Take the smart shots. My rule with Tobias Harris, don't hold the ball for more than five seconds. That's it. Don't hold it for more than five seconds. Put it on the floor, couple bounce, put it up, all right? Little mid-range, that's your bread and butter, and give us 15 a game. That's what we need from Tobias Harris. Looks like he's on the same page. Let's hope he can get it back going tomorrow, man. And uh, transitioning a little bit now, again, follow me on Twitter, man. I put out this take earlier today. Now, if you guys did not see um, Adrian Wojnarowski yesterday, uh, put up a tweet right after I recorded. This is the one thing they don't tell you about podcasting, man, is that especially when you're trying to cover the team in real time and you got to go through the whole process of uploading and all that stuff, it's tough, man. It's tough. And I yesterday made a video about the whole situation and I mentioned DeAndre Jordan as soon as he got waived. Um, and right after I got done recording, Woj came out with this saying that the Sixers have been in the market for a backup center, which we all know, and will be aggressive in the pursuit of DeAndre Jordan, a 33-year-old center who has bounced around, right? The Lakers, the Nets, obviously is like a shell of himself at this point, not even close to what he used to be, but he hasn't got much run, hasn't got much opportunity. But then I put out this tweet today because the takes I'm seeing from Sixers fans, man, we are overreacting once again. And just to take it back a little ways, man, I remember us signing Andre Drummond in the offseason. I said it was going to be a great signing, a, a veteran, you know, on a minimum backup kind of deal, playing behind Joel Embiid. I knew it would work. I knew he would be fine. Everybody overreacted just the same way they overreacted uh, in part when we got Dwight Howard. And a lot of people are now overreacting about DeAndre Jordan. Look, I'm going to keep it short, sweet, and simple for you. Let me know what you think down below. Um, 
every backup center that we have brought in here has been a guy with, you know, veteran experience, leadership, and, you know, they, they get better. They improve. They extend themselves. They play better for a couple reasons. One, because they're behind Joel Embiid, who's the best center in the league. Number two, that means they don't have to do as much. Like, all we're going to need is eight to 10 minutes, maybe 12 some nights earlier in the playoffs from a backup center in the playoffs. We don't need some superstar backup center. And I don't think we've ever had that, but I think these guys look better in their role. We need a guy to come in, play some defense, man the paint, and grab rebounds. That is it, okay? We'll need some scoring here and there. And I know DeAndre Jordan threw a ball like it, you know, to San Diego the other night, and I know he hasn't looked good. All I'm saying is that, we need to relax, okay? I'm willing to give it a shot. Give it a shot. DeAndre Jordan is 33, a former All-Star. He has played the best ball of his career under Doc Rivers. Why wouldn't he be motivated to come to a team where, one, he can contend, number two, he can fit right in and get a chance to play behind the best center, learn from him even more, and just continue forward, right? We know DeAndre Jordan is not going to jump off the charts or anything like that, but why not give him a shot? We have Willie Cauley-Stein, who is on a 10-day contract. We're still looking for backup depth. I'll tell you guys right now, look, as much as I want to see Reed and Bassey at least get a shot, I'll tell you straight up, not because I'm a genius, just because I study and watch Doc Rivers. He will not play those guys into the playoffs. They will not see the floor. They will not see the floor. Unless it's at the end of a game in garbage time. They will not see the floor. We need a veteran backup center and just how, you know, Doc Rivers locked DeAndre Jordan in his house and didn't let him leave till he signed a contract, made him change, you know, going from the Mavs back to the Clippers. Um, I knew Daryl Morey would be on this, and I think that Daryl Morey is going to get it done. DeAndre Jordan will be a sixer very soon, and it doesn't hurt. If it doesn't work out, then you get rid of him. You do what you got to do. He doesn't play. I don't get the, the whole overreaction thing. Give him a shot. See what he can do. Every other backup center has come in and played good minutes. Give him a shot. Give him a shot. That's all I'm saying. But we need some depth. We need to figure it out, and we have about 20 games to play around with it. Uh, We'll see what happens, man. We will see what happens. Uh, The last thing I want to discuss really briefly is the Brooklyn Nets losing last night. They lost by 36 points. They thought they were championship contenders when they beat the Bucs the other night, and I'm just laughing all the way uh, to the bank, man, because, look, I, I mean... Like I've been saying, the Brooklyn Nets are going for next year, the year after. They're not going to try to compete this year. Baby Ben will not play on March 10th. It's pretty much all but confirmed out of fear. They want to say back stiffness, back soreness. I've heard three different reports. He wants to ramp up this week. Now he's day by day. Now he's week by week. Now he's feared for his life. He's not playing, okay? And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they sit him the rest of the year. And Brooklyn's just not going to have enough time to mesh, come together. Yet the pundits want to still say they're a top three championship contender. It's comical. It makes me laugh, honestly. And they will see very soon, and they will turn their tune. Um, But yeah, the Nets are not doing anything this year, in my personal opinion. And, you know, they got put into their place last night. I know you can say Kyrie didn't play this, this, and that. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter who's on the floor. Your core outside of your stars shouldn't be losing by 36 points to the Raptors. That is what it is, and it's the truth, and I will deliver that to you. Um, That just shows how bad you are outside of those guys. I mean, Sixers had their stars out. They were still beating teams. Nets had their stars out. They lose by 36. It is what it is. We'll see what happens. Um, Sixers all the way, man. Let's go get a dub tomorrow, and let's go win these games on this stretch coming up. Can't wait to see how it continues to click two games, and it's been very scary. 
and we're going to build on it tomorrow. We are going to blow the freaking door off the Knicks, man, and the place is going to go nuts. Can't wait to see what happens. Give me all your thoughts down below in the comment section. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. Like always, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and I will catch you on the next one. Peace. Perfect. Perfect.